Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Mum, this party's rubbish. What? It's your birthday. Aren't you having fun? It's boring. Maybe we should call an entertainer. Let's see here. Hmm. What about this one? Scarifax. Chaos! Oh my god, Brian, call the police! No point! You've said my name and now I'm in. Here. Potions for everyone! Scarifax is the wild, wacky scientist who can brighten up your party. He comes with over 200 unlabeled, untested potions, so you never know what will happen. Drink up, kids! Harry's turning blue! I'm flying! Sanjay exploded! Scarifax is a mysterious, multidimensional being who occupies a chaotic liminal space between worlds. He performs at all events, big or small, and can't be stopped. Yellow bubbles, green fizzes, purple sparks, chaos! Please leave us alone! He can be summoned by phone, email, speaking his name aloud, or just thinking about him. This party's great! Look, Mum, my eyes are glowing. I can see time now. What? Have I done? <laughs> Chaos! So why not spice up your party with Scarifax? Just say his name and he'll be there. Go on, say it now. Say it. Say it. Greetings, loyal listeners. This is your Games Master, Dave Hearn. We need your help. Hell or High Rollers is up for being a new and noteworthy podcast. So what we need you to do, if you haven't already, is leave a review and get your mates to do the same. And also, if you've got some mates who you think would enjoy this podcast, get them to listen. We've got until New Year's to get new and noteworthy. We love you and thank you. Enjoy episode five. Hello and welcome back to episode 5. Welcome back. You, you, this is the first time you're here if you're on episode 5. But if you're listening to it again, welcome back uh, to episode 5 <laughs> of Hell or High Rollers. Yay! Thank you, Chris. Just me. Yay. As usual, thank oh, you, Ellie. Sorry. I'm in the room with Chris, Ellie, Adam and Henry Shields. So I your full my name. silent approval. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm your games master. I'll be running the game, playing loads of people. Most of them, I don't know who they are yet. So mm-hmm. we're going to find out. Hello. My name is Chris Leesk and I play the barbarian Goliath who is called Glubrick Bumbledung. And he got there. He got I, there I did get there. But, but also this time was different because we were doing something for the Patreon. So yeah. we were playing different characters. But anyway. We have just, we have, we should tease it in this. It's useful. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good we just recorded the first episode of our Patreon only 
side campaign elsewhere, which I have DM'd, and we've just had some fun doing that. Yeah, yeah. we did. We were playing different characters, so playing different I'm characters. now very confused at who I am. Yeah, and it was very um, fun. And if that sounds intriguing to you, sign up to our Patreon. Nice. Yeah. And Henry Shields did a fantastic job running the game, mm-hmm. and I got to play for the first time. Yeah, that was very uh-huh. exciting. I yeah. realised how doing an stress-free accent. it is. Yeah, <laughs> way easier. I did um, not. I'm not going to give you a sim- like you know. I always go like he is so simple because blah blah blah. I'm going to give you a different one that I've just written down because running with the theme of I was telling jokes last time. Here's a joke for you. How do you know if a Goliath is at a party? Don't know. Trust me, you'll know. Uh, we right. don't like that. Wait, me, I don't have understand. Have I missed it? Because well, he's just, just huge. Because he's huge. Yeah. Oh, in that case, oh, I yeah. did get it. Really okay. funny. Okay. Okay. You just said fine. it like fine. it was like you a mystery. Is the purpose of a joke to? To understand it or to be amused by it. Okay, fine, fine. Maybe this will be better then. How do you know when there's a gnome at a party? You won't. Squish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, you like that one. There you go. It was two parts. Thank you. On to funny you, one. Hello, I am Ellie Morris, and I play Ghoul, who is a five inch tall, forest dwelling, sentient mushroom. So one time Ghoul started a side hustle, uh, which was selling like a kind of a mix of like dirt and water and he called it Ghoul's Gruel. And he tried to kind of sell that to like small insects and various birds, but it but it never really caught on. What would the currency have been that they would use in the forest? What information? He's curious. Yeah. yeah, in exchange for some kind of dirt brew. But no one right. wanted it. Oh. Needs a better marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm Adam Megiddo and I play Eric Sanguinius, who's a necromancer who lives alone, surrounded only by his undead minions. And one of the things he likes to do of an evening is get some of his zombie cohorts to do a gun shoot, a shootout, to see who is slowest on the draw. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. And I am Henry Shields. I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Lord of the Prance. <laughs> Tiny laugh, that's what we're after. <laughs> all together or not at all. Mm. <laughs> Human ranger, hidden stranger, friend of danger, dark avenger. <laughs> uh, I have here a little extract from Henley's dream journal. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, nice. it's, it's, to hear that. it's only a short entry. This is his most recent one. Dreamt of dad again last night. <laughs> We were at the archery butts back home, practicing my aim. I kept missing the target, and Dad was letting me know how he felt about that. And then nothing else happened, and it was sunny, and I woke up not crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, guys, should we begin episode five? Of yes, the- please. Oh, let's do yes, it. Yes, please. Let's do it. Okay, so we last left you, our team, our happy boys, in the throne room of the Obsidian Castle. Now, you were standing in a pitch black room with the exception of one shard of bright light that illuminates a huge obsidian throne encrusted with jeweled skulls and engraved with horrible depictions of war and death. Upon this throne sits the general. He is a large, imposing figure in this sort of decaying military armour with a mighty spear and an extremely impressive (laughs) moustache. Next to him you see some familiar faces. The first is an officious looking imp in glasses who just says, a mushroom, an archer, a necromancer, and an idiot. Yeah. That's them, all right. I recognize that, Gooch. Yeah, he you is. do. I know uh, that guy. The second figure you notice is a large Goliath stood there with his arms folded across his broad chest. <gasps> oh, hey, guys. I didn't die on the uh, on the ship. And Glubrick, those uh, lunging leg punishments you did, were, they're going down a treat. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? If you ever want to become a guard, job's yours. Well, that's a good option, guys. No, Glubrick, you don't want to become a guard. We don't want to... I don't want to get out of hell. We want to get get out of hell. No, thank you. Um, Where's the exit? It's the portal. That's what you're here for, right? Can we see the portal where we are? The portal has vanished from when you threw the towel in. That was... what? So that wasn't the real portal? That wasn't the real portal, no. Right. Um, Oh, yes. I pick up the burnt towel from the floor (laughs) and, I guess, wrap it. Is it... it, Has it survived at all? Mm, Roll me a d20. (laughs) 
I got a nine. It has not survived. Okay. <laughs> I, I pick up the, the embers of the towel and they run through my fingers like sand. <laughs> uh, Ghoul is, is just really, really transfixed by the uh, the general's moustache and he just like leans over to Henley and just goes, Psst, what's that on his face? Well, that, I, th- I think that's a moustache, Ghoul. I like that. Oh, can you grow a moustache? No, but now it's all I've ever wanted to do. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh we'll, see, we'll, we'll see if we can get you a moustache, cool. I've got a new dream. <laughs> Let's not cool let that be the objective. I think that's a great cool. objective. Probably not out forever. <laughs> Just a little Until moustache. Until we can get a moustache for Ghoul. Can you grow one? Yes, I can. I can grow an incredibly thick and full moustache, Ghoul. You lying. But no, I'm not. No, I can grow a moustache. I just sometimes... Well, do it now. Well, I can't do it right now. It takes time and sometimes it comes in We've a little all the patchy. Time but... Technically, we're in hell, so like, we'll just wait. What, what? Not just going to wait for me to grow a moustache? No. Sounds <laughs> like someone can't grow a moustache, Ghoul. All right, you know what? From now on, from now on, I'm not shaving my upper lip. Have you been shaving in hell? Yes. How did you get a razor in? Well, I've been shaving using my my short sword. I've been every 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 morning. Right. I get up. I yeah. wet my face and I I run the blade of the short sword across it. It across hurts it. a lot. That's yeah, a imagine. lot. Yes, because there's no hair. Well, no, that, there's no hair because I'm doing it. I'm scraping the hair away. My hair grows in. It grows patchy, but it's in. I All look right? up at the panel, looking down at us, and I go, "You see my dilemma." <laughs> There is one more figure that you hear, uh, and you you don't see this. Sorry, we really interrupted you. You just hear, oh hi! Oh god! So oh no! Oh, it, guys. Oh, the worst. Yeah, Toots oh, is I can't here. cope with him. So the general, flanked by Toots, Gravel Jacuzzi and Gooch all look down upon you and the general stands from his throne and he just says I thought that was the real portal. No, no, no. If you want to use my portal, you have to pass the trials of Avernus. How, how many trials are there? Well, there are four of you, so I think four trials should suffice. Okay. All right, that, that sounds all right. Are we, are we all good? Is everyone okay? Are we ready to do this? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, how, like, how easy are they? Has anyone ever done them before? Well, that would be spoiling the fun, my boy. What happens if we fail them? If you fail, you belong to me. Ooh. Um... I mean, we don't have a choice, do we? We, we? We've got to do this. Do we have a choice? Not really. All right. <laughs> In that case, we accept. Very good. And the general slams his spear into the ground. And suddenly the entire room is illuminated by these roaring fires. You hear a mighty cheer echo around you. And as you cast your eyes around, you see that you are stood in the center of a massive Colosseum, and you are being watched by thousands and thousands and thousands of devils, all cheering and baying for blood. Then a voice suddenly booms out from across this vast space. Friends, enemies, soldiers and saints, welcome back to another round of The Trials of Avernus! The General is proud to present your challengers. Clap your claws together for the Happy Boys! Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the voice continues to boom out across and says, Please welcome your host, the Maze Master. Oh. And your eyes are drawn skyward as an explosion of bright light erupts overhead. Brilliant fireworks of every colour cascade down from above and all these pieces of light accelerate towards the ground and slam together, kicking up a huge cloud of multicoloured dust. As it settles in the dust cloud, you see this beautiful, sort of androgynous-looking figure in a stunning, glittery waistcoat and matching top hat and they materialise out of the cloud and their voice also booms out from across the Coliseum. Well, howdy, folks! And the Maze Master walks over to the four of you. All right, folks. How y'all doing? You ready for this? Pleased to meet you. Henley Whispers. Oh, I know who you are. What's the first maze? Well, I got a confession to make. It's not really a maze. It's more of a series of linear rooms. But the general likes the alliteration of Maze Master. He's not wrong. No, it's fun, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. So y'all ready to take home? The maze? Uh-huh. Not a maze. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. A linear right. selection of rooms. Bring them on. <laughs> Bring them on. All right, folks. Let the games begin! 
and the movies master claps their hands together and at the opposite end of the Colosseum you see a red swirling vortex appear and you know that this is the portal and it powers up and it comes to life. You feel the ground beneath you begin to shake under your feet and dozens and dozens of huge obsidian walls burst out from the floor and they're now blocking your view of the portal. The maze master leans against a heavy oak door and says, all right, folks, well, this one is a test of strength. Who wants to take that on? Uh, uh glue brick. I think this is where you come in. Okay. Well, I'm very happy to do that, but just not that it's been a huge problem, but I have noticed whenever I've like gone to do something, everyone's been like, no, glue brick, you shouldn't do that. Leave it to us. No, no, no. So I'll do this, but like, you can't be angry at me okay. if, if it goes a bit wrong. Glue brick, glue brick, if there was ever a test for you, this is it. You know what? I've got a really good feeling about this in the pit of my belly. Okay, everyone, this could be dangerous. We have to, to remember, the stakes are real here. Three strikes, we're out. And we've already had one strike. Ghoul is already weakened. We need to stick together, work as a team, support each other, and we can get through this. I believe in you, happy boys. I believe in you, happy boys. Again, you're saying the words I've said to you, but, <laughs> but thank you, Gluebrick. I can see you. I'll look after you. If you know, we don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> what we should do is put, push Gluebrick through the door. Now, go. Bye. You're stepping into the room with the I'm maze in. master. So I'm all in. four of you can come into the room with Gluebrick. Okay. We're right behind you. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, as you step into the room, the door slams shut behind you. Ooh. And Henley, Ghoul, and Eric, you suddenly feel an odd sensation as if something is caught in your throat and you look over to the maze master who is now dressed in a very sexy librarian's outfit nice and just puts their finger to their lips and just says shh and the three of you are now silenced you cannot speak for the rest of this trial <laughs> so uh Glubrick, the first thing you notice is that you are standing next to a lake of fire Okay. Mm -hmm. From the skies descend three pairs of trousers magically suspended above the lake. Henley's eyes widen. <laughs> <laughs> Next to you is a small water fountain gently spurting out water. It's an endless stream of water. And in front of you are two jugs. One that says five litres and one that says three litres. And there is a scale. And the maze master says, It's a test of mental strength. <laughs> oh, God. The maze master comes over to you, Glubrick, and, and now dressed as John McClane from Die Hard, and says, All right, you big hunk of flunk. Here's a real simple one. All you got to do is put a jug filled with exactly four liters of water onto this scale within the time limit, and you get a nice pair of pants. Now, don't worry, little mushroom. I got something special for you, too. So, Chris, you have three real-time minutes. I'm going to set a timer on my phone. Shit. You have three Minutes to solve this riddle. Okay, okay. okay. The, okay. The riddle. Listen, listen first, okay? I'm listening. Listen first. <laughs> I'm going to set a timer on my phone. You have three minutes to solve the riddle. Okay. Each minute that goes by, a pair of trousers will drop into the lake and be incinerated, okay? <laughs> now, you may ask for help from any one of your three companions, but in order to do that, you will have to definitely sacrifice one pair of trousers. Whoever you ask for for help will be chosen at random with a dice roll, and they'll be given a random amount of time time again by dice roll to help you so just to just to confirm you have a three liter jug and a five liter jug you have an endless supply of water you have to put one jug containing four liters onto the scale okay okay your three minutes start now okay so if i had okay so if i filled up the five liter but then i entered it into the three liter that would give me that would leave over two liters there and then if i empty the two liters and then put the three in then I've got the same problem that I just had before. <laughs> <laughs> second. Okay, so I can't, I, 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 so I have five litres and I pour it into the three litres and then I empty the three litres and then I then empty the two litres. Okay, then then they're both empty. Okay, <laughs> so, so I fill up the five... Empty the jugs. I fill up the five litre and then I, 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 pour, I pour that into the three litre. So now I've got two litres and three litres and I need four litres. <laughs> So then, I drink, I drink a bit of the three liters. I drink a bit of the three liters. <laughs> but I know my mouth. 
Hold <laughs> <laughs> one gallon. <laughs> <laughs> boom! One pair of hands drops okay. to the left. Um, um, I need, I need some help. I need some help. Is this, this is mind strength, not physical strength. Why can't I just be punching someone? Uh, so, you, are you asking for help? Yes, please. Okay, so I'm going to pause the timer. Okay, I'm going to explain this. So, if you're asking for help, you're going to lose one pair, another pair of trousers. So, you've already lost one. So, you will lose another one, and you will have one left to win. Okay. Have but we you- clarified that we aren't? Ha- we, no one has trousers. Yeah, that- nobody has yeah, yeah. Can I just clarify, are there only the two jugs? There's a five litre jug and a three litre jug. That's correct, okay. yeah. So are you asking for help, Chris? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm just trying to go. Okay. I think I saw this in Die Hard. But yeah. <laughs> for the life of me, remember what they did. Yeah. So I'm going to roll, roll, roll the dice. I'm going to roll the dice and it's going to be, a, I'm going to pick a random person via the dice roll. Okay. Okay. So you get Henley. Okay. Okay. And How much Henley, roll me a D20. Oh, it's a six. You have six seconds oh, to speak no. to him. Oh and your God. time starts now. Get to the point where you have two litres in the five litre jug. Put the two litres into the three litre jug. You have the one litre of empty space and you- that's it <laughs> <laughs> tick okay so I've got okay so I fill up the five litre I I then pour the five litre in the three litre which makes it full and then I have two litres left so then I have to pour that on the three <laughs> litre which will then just overflow <laughs> no, no, no. is shaking okay. his head wildly <laughs> okay so so okay so that didn't work so I start it again I five, five litres of water I pour five, five litres into the three litres I have two litres left I then I then I then empty I empty the three litres but then I measure it up against the five litre one so they're they're perfectly because they're the same volume <laughs> I need right? more time <laughs> um, okay 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 one minute left so I have five litres <laughs> So there'll be one pair of trousers left. There was one pair of trousers left. Oh, God, I've got to ask again. I've got to ask but again. you have to burn that pair of trousers to off. get nothing. I get nothing. Okay, so I have five litres. I have five litres of water Hold in on, it. I'm going to pause put- it. I'm going to pause it. Okay. So, Chris, do you want? Do, would you like another clue? Yeah. So there's only one pair of trousers left, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow you... You've got 45 seconds left, okay? Jesus. I'm going to allow you to... Uh, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life, <laughs> by the way. I'll do a random dice roll, okay? And it's... Henley again and you can pick whatever an, a remaining item of clothing of Henley's to, to burn he only has could, the top well, but that would be his armour so that would drop I, your armour class could I choose to take his Shazam his pubic hair <laughs> oh, no. no that's dark as hell yeah. <laughs> I'll take your remaining top yeah so you're going to take his leather armour so it's going to drop what is it leather armour gives you 2 AC right yeah so it's going to drop your armour class by 2 it'll drop my armour class I'll be nude and you'll Fully be badly nude. you might get some trousers my boy. this is all nothing okay so but you'll get a clue right i need i need just some seconds okay so roll me a d20 okay come on 13 you have 13 right. seconds starting from now Go. okay you put the two liters into the empty three liters leaving one liter of empty space you fill the five liter jug to the top you pour one liter into the empty space leaving you with four liters in the five start liter again jug. okay five. put the two liters into the three liter jug <laughs> oh no you all got 30 seconds left <laughs> Oh my god! It was too much. Was, okay, so I have a, a, a whole, a whole thing of five liters to the three liters, and then, and then, and then I have two liters left. So then I, I then pour, I then pour, I, I empty the three liters, and then I then, um, um, and then I pour the two liters into the three liters, and then I then, and then fill up the five liters, and then I pour the rest of it. Drops into the lake. And the crowd erupts with all You were so close. I was so close. Okay, as this happens, everyone cheers, and I'm like cheering as well because I think I've done it. And I come running over to Henley, and I'm like, Henley, Henley, you've got some pants. No, I don't, Glowbrick. Now I have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to grow a very long (laughs) mustache. And the Maze Master, uh, still dressed as John McClane from Die Hard, uh, <laughs> comes over and it's just like, oh, Glubrick, you tried so hard, but in the end, you lost all the pants and poor Henley here even lost his armor. He's now fully <laughs> new. Yeah. Can I just, because uh, uh, Glubrick wants to know, so what is the answer? You were so close. You're very so close. so close. I just could not work it out. Take the three liter, take the, hang on. Okay. <laughs> take the five liters full. Pour the five litres into the three litres. Yeah, that leaves you now two litres in your five litre bottle. Great. Yeah. Now empty out the three litres, chuck that away. So you can now put two litres of water into the three litre bottle. So now you have 
one completely empty five litre jug and then you have another three litre jug that has two litres in it, right? Yeah. That means there's a gap at the top, which is just one litre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now fill up your five litre jug mm -hmm. and pour one litre out into the top. That leaves you four litres of water in oh. a five litre jug. You were right yeah. at the end. You were literally, so you had the la you were at the last pour. You were so close. Okay, let's do it again. I, also, <laughs> I don't think I would have figured it out under the pressure either, by the way. I, that, that was, was really so intense. Much. It's also... You know what's really annoying is I watched Die Hard the other day, but that moment now I got a text. <laughs> at the end going, oh, what that was. Another warning about AI. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. a recurring theme. It's a recurring theme. <laughs> uh, so the Maze Master comes over, uh, yeah, still dressed as, as John McClane, and it's just like, oh, a little break. I tell you what, I'm feeling generous. Henley? Is it a towel? No, it's a pair of very tight, glittery pants. Thanks. <laughs> And um, roll me a uh, roll me an Arcana check. Oh dear, fourteen. Okay, so you are able to tell uh, these are the trousers of truth. They're and, not trousers. Um, no, but they're called the trousers of truth to annoy you. And you gain plus one on insight, and you have an advantage on insight when you're checking to see if someone's lying whilst you're wearing these trousers. Yeah, is, is that a gift from someone? That's a gift from me. Oh, oh sorry. Yes, I right, pull okay. on the sparkly underpants. Yeah. Well, so that was quite charming so even if we fail we get gifts not so, always oh never mind well we'll enjoy this one as it lasts <laughs> let us face the next challenge alright ladies and gentlemen to the next challenge follow me and the maze master take a step yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you uh, you step out of the door you just came through and you're, you're back outside and, and it is just going to be the same room transformed <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. so the maze master they uh, they stand outside the next room and they say all right, folks, this one is a test of will. So Don't worry, guys, I will. think I should do this one again. Because <laughs> I'm sure you can't get something wrong again. I think I think you have done brilliantly, Gloobrick. Thank you. And I think you should take a break now. Yes, okay. two wrongs don't make a right. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I take that only as a really positive thing. <laughs> That's going to go on my gravestone. A test of will. Who has the strongest will? I shall Eric. put myself forward for this unknown challenge. Ghoul, you happy with that? Yeah, because will rhymes with mill which is a building which is kind of close to a tower and eric lives in the tower and so logically i think that he should do it we're doomed <laughs> <laughs> okay so um eric as you enter the maze master they push open this huge set of oak doors and they again they slam behind you and now the room is changed and you enter a room with an empty stage in the center of the stage is a script entitled Glen Gary, Glen Zombie, which I believe is one of Eric's plays. It is one of Eric's plays. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's about zombie real estate. So. <laughs> and uh, it's, um, I believe that's that one is. It's just a two-hander, right? That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from the darkness, you can hear a slow clap. And from the darkness emerges. Oh, hi, Eric! Oh, God. <laughs> you turn to the Maze Master, who is now dressed as a starlight version of William Shakespeare. Oh, uh, wow. They, uh, they saunter over and. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah they, I've got yeah, to say, yeah. Hell does entertainment really yeah. well. Yeah, really, yeah. really well. That's, and the Maze Master puts uh, their hand on your shoulder and just says, My fair and noble Eric, thou hast found thyself in quite the pickle. <laughs> you see, you claim to be the heir of an evil empire, a necromancer of great repute, feared and shunned by society. Well, let's put that to the test. The Maze Master puts an obsidian knife in your hand, and they give you a wink. Okay, Eric, so the deal here is this. You can either prove how evil you really are and drive this knife through Toots's neck. What? Or you can let him direct you in your next play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I. I, I, I am an evil man. Now, let me give you a little bit of context here for you, okay? Now, this play is a two-hander, and it'll just be you and Toots. 
and you'll both be performing in it, and of course he'll be directing himself and you. Now I should probably mention that this play will be performed on the plains of Avernus. The devils and the demons are gonna call a ceasefire <laughs> in the blood war for the duration of this play. They are gonna gather and watch this show performed by the two of you. Largest audience in the history of time, viewed by millions, maybe even billions, and who knows, maybe the play will be so good it could put an end to all this nasty fighting. All you gotta do is let Toots direct your play. I look down at the obsidian knife in my hand and I walk over to Toots. <laughs> I raise the knife. I raise the knife and I look him in the eyes. My hand is shaking and I say, I have never myself killed a man before. I, I am an evil man. They feared me in the Rodney Marsh. <laughs> they... They all said the necromancer is a wicked man. He has sanguineous blood in his... Where do you want me to stand? <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear, Eric is not going to kill Tex. Yeah, he's given up. He can't, oh, he can't do it. He can't kill Tex. He's not evil. He's not that evil. Oh, We're going to get to see the play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a whole episode. Yeah, that own. is going to be a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, the maze master comes over, now just uh, dressed as the Grim Reaper in a sort of like bright black sequined robe and it's just like oh Eric looks like you got too much of your soul after all that's a shame and Toots just like is laughing going through the play and already making cuts uh, perhaps I am evil enough perhaps this is just my way of uh, entertaining the crowds the devils the maze master leans in close and is like come on now Eric we know you're not gonna do it alright in fact I'll give you another chance if you want get on with it all right. And uh, yeah, Toots is is like chuckling to himself and, and thumbing through the, the, the play. The Maze Master, they snap their fingers and you're back outside the room, back outside Ooh. the heavy oak doors. They just turn to you guys and go, wow, that's two failures already. You guys not doing so great. Well, that was a fail. Yeah, he's got to prove how evil he is. Not evil at all. Oh, um, that's a real shame, huh? And he goes over to Eric, puts his hand on his shoulder and says, you made the right choice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can be done with actioning the yes. text. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I I've never killed a man. You never killed a man. No, that's or brilliant, though. I never killed man or beast, neither. I left that to my father and his brothers. But they mocked me. They said I was weak, and maybe they were right. Maybe I, they're right. I thought you wanted to be evil. I thought I was evil until I came to hell and then I saw the true meaning of evil. Entertainment. <laughs> I, I am not that entertaining. I am a scholar who lives alone in the tower. I do not think I have this sort of wickedness in me. Well, if, if it makes any difference, I, th I, th I think you're the most evil person I've ever met. Thank you, Glubrick, but you're just saying that. And whether or not I have been evil enough in the hour of my testing, how will that help us get through the portal? We rely now upon Ghoul and Henley. Would it count if I stabbed him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not, little mushroom. You got your own test. Fair enough. Uh, so the maze master just takes, gently takes the obsidian knife from you and sort of leans in very conspiratorially and just says, between you and me, mm. I think you did the right thing. Why, thank you, maze master. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, next one is a test of guile. Which one of y'all wants to do that? Guile sounds like a ghoul. <laughs> that's true. And by your logic, that's, that means it's I guess it's me. All right, ghoul. 
It's just you and me. Uh. The rest of these folks have to stay out here. You ready, ghoul? Mm-hmm. Come with me. Mm-hmm. And the maze master shrinks down to the size of a tiny mushroom. <gasps> and they are now the shape of a mushroom covered in like bright starlight glitter. And they take your hand and they walk you through a tiny little five inch door embedded in, in the big door. You have never looked so good. <laughs> now the review, ghoul. And closes the door behind them. So, ghoul, you are standing in an endless ethereal space. Everything is white as far as you can see. So at this point in the recording, I asked Adam, Shields, and Chris to leave the room and leave Ellie and I alone to carry on the scene. And you're about to see why. The Maze Master gently strokes your horns and says, it must have been really traumatic what happened to you. Well, yeah, Dying and come back. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. It was, it, was, it was the worst day of my whole death. That's right. And they snap their fingers and the spectral wolf appears <gasps> and like stares down at you. And the Maze Master says, what if I were to say that I could make all this disappear? That piece of your soul that you lost? You can have it back. How does that sound? That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I can make you the ghoul you once were. I like that guy. And you know what the best part is? You don't even have to do anything. All right. You just need to pick one of your friends and take a piece of their soul. (gasps) So you can pick someone and they won't know. And I I will swap it and you can be restored back. But you never have to tell them. Oh my god. Or you could not do it. Wait, so if... Will they know after? They will will change, but they won't know why. Cool. Okay, hold on. Let me... Let me... Okay. Uh, You mean that they would get horns as well? Yeah. They would lose a piece of their soul. But you know what, Goo? You just say you failed the test. Say I was real nasty to you and no one would ever know the difference. Really? Well, I, I do need to get home. To my, my fun guys. And you've only got two pieces of your soul left. Yeah, and you know what? I'm really small. Uh, who do you think I should pick? I can't make that choice for you. Well, um, oh my god, it's actually really hard to do. I don't know what to do. Oh my goodness. Um, what would Ghoul do? I'm gonna pick. Well, all right. So. Hell begins with an H, <laughs> and and Henley also begins with an H. That's right, it does. So, I, I think I've made my choice. You're it's gon- just logical. It is. So, you you going to do that? You're going to pick Henley? Yeah. All right. And the Maze Master snaps their fingers, and the wolf <laughs> disappears, <laughs> and the horns retract from your head, <gasps> and your skin is no longer sticky. <gasps> And blows some glitter at you. And you're just like, you're like a starlight mushroom. Oh. All right, ghoul. Whatever you tell them is up to you. All right, folks. And brings you guys back into the room. Okay, we are back. Yes. (laughs) Nice. You were there for a while. We were there for a while. It was a tough choice. Um, So we've been outside the room. So you come back mid-conversation. And Henley is saying to Eric, have you ever heard of the Meisner technique? No, no, no. <laughs> Tell me more, but not now. Oh, I see, yes. <laughs> um, so, Henley, as you are saying, have you ever heard of the Meisner technique? Eric, Ghoul, and Glubrick, the three of you just see Henley drop to the floor. Oh! And Henley, you are completely out cold, okay? Oh! And the rest of you, looking at Henley, see that he's not moving. He's not breathing. <gasps> Henley! No, I'll run over. I'm shaking. I'm shaking him. And Henley has died. (gasps) What? 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 And so what you notice is Henley's body start to change. But, Henley, what you see is the following. You feel like your body is jolted and lifted and rifled through the air and then harshly slammed down onto the ground. You can taste dirt in your mouth and you you can't really hear anything, but you feel that you are being watched. You open your eyes to see that you are lying face down on a forest floor, surrounded by rangers and and rogues, all clad in leather armor, holding flagons of ale. There is a, a, a beat of silence and then a huge cheer erupts and a familiar hand pulls you to your feet. You are hoisted several meters in the air on like people's shoulders and there is a huge like raucous cheer and from up here you can make out all the tents and huts and there are people dancing and playing and your wife and son are stood 
at the edges of the crowd, smiling and applauding. The cheers ring out around the forest. Hanley! 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 And then you hear in the distance an arrow whistling as the arrow pierces straight through your wife's chest. Your son takes cover and begins shouting over the crowd, but no one can hear him because they're all chanting Henley. And you scream, but no sound comes out. You desperately look around, but everyone around you seems clueless. Just this constant chant of Henley rings around you. And everyone is smiling and laughing, and you try and climb down off their shoulders. You try and grip and pull everything, but the chants just get louder and louder and louder. And then you hear another whistle. And for a second, time slows, and you can hear an arrow approaching. You lock eyes with your and they're filled with terror and you both know what's about to happen and over the noise you can just about hear him just say dad and then you wake up oh god what happened henley see you see on henley's head a very small set of devil horns <gasps> Have I actually died? That was an actual death. You've actually died. What killed... What what happened? What happened Um, here? Before we discuss what happened, I need you to roll me a d10. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Oh, Oh, God. I have a feeling Gore just killed someone. Hold on. I got a 10. You got a 10. You feel a surge of powerful magic soar through you, and part of your soul now belongs to the forces of chaos. (laughs) Every time you roll a natural one on any roll, you must also roll on the wild magic table. Oh, Oh, my dang. (laughs) Excellent. I'm well, I know what the wild magic table is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've played some D&D before. (laughs) So the wild magic table, great. Well, that's fun. That could be absolutely anything. I look forward to that. The table's like a hundred different things. Yeah, it's loads of different random magical effects. Some of those things are game destroying. (laughs) I may have just destroyed this podcast with that. I'm fully aware well, of that. At least we'll go out with a bit of fun. That's fun. Um, so what? Uh, wait, wait, what, what? Well, Ghoul, what okay, happened? So, Ghoul, so, what happened? So Ghoul is, is like furtively looking around, um, <laughs> and and he, and he says, um, "It, it, 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 it was. It all happened so fast. There, there were these different doors, and 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 I had to pick one. There was there was a hundred of them, a hundred different doors, and and each of them had a different." Outcome and I, I, they forced me to pick one, and and so it was just a totally random thing. Oh God! So now we we're down another life. So uh, Eric, Glubrick, and Henley, you will notice that Ghoul no longer has devil horns. <gasps> oh, but hang on, hang on, where's your beautiful horns gone? What? Ah, hello. Ooh. Uh, Ghoul just kind of starts looking around. Uh, uh, they must have fallen off. <laughs> They've probably fallen fallen off his head. So, okay, can we can we take a break from the game, please? Because we need to find his 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 horns. Well, that is all right. We don't have to no, find him. I, I insist. Hold okay. on. So I'm so now I've lost a life. That's what's yeah, happened you've here. You've lost a piece oh. of your of your soul. Yeah. Oh, it would appear that one life has been traded for another. Right. That's what it looks like. Ghoul. Is that true? Well, I I guess that's what happened, but it was... It, 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 uh, hey, stop blaming me. We're in hell. Yeah. <laughs> so did you did you trade your, your, your life for his? I didn't know what would happen. There were a thousand different doors. <laughs> and, 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 Which it, one did you pick? I picked number 77. Cool. 77. <laughs> cool, look into my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this true? You picked number 77. All right, I picked number 93. (laughs) I knew he was lying. Oh, dear. Don't worry, Ghoul. Ghoul, it's all right. Sorry. It's okay. You didn't know what was going to happen. I did not. No, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're we're all in this together. Let's do the final test and hopefully we'll get your, your, your life back. Yeah. Th- yes. we, we genuinely had to had to leave the room, so we don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. But, but the characters won't know. But we are going to listen back to this podcast and know what happened. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think yeah. we're getting the measure of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think we should wait, though. Let's not ask now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. But I, to, yeah. but I think in the meantime, we just say we are a team, aren't we, Ghoul? Mm-hmm. I look after you if you look after me. That's, that's right. And you, lo- you are looking after us. 
93%. That's right. <laughs> okay. I, I trust you, Gould. I know you wouldn't do anything to hurt us or Henley, because no. that would be shit. <laughs> so I... Right. So, do I, so I have horns now. Oh, yeah, God. you've got little devil horns now. I've got little devil horns. <laughs> and right. you are uh, consumed by the, the forces of chaos. Oh, so we have one last test to face. Who knows if we may pass or fail or proceed, but what is it? What is it? Right. I've got horns. I've got sparkly underwear. I'm having a hell of a day and haven't <laughs> done my test yet. Well, yeah. hey, Henley, at least it's covered up the ball patch. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, I don't have a ball patch. No. And if I did, it wouldn't be on either side of my head where the horns are, where would it? Where would the ball patch be? Well, right in the middle where it is. Ch- just shut up. <laughs> can, can you give him one big horn in the middle of his no, head? I don't want that. I don't want that. Okay. That's worse. Right in the centre of his head. Just to cover it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you one big horn. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, that was really emotional. You love to see it, don't you? Great entertainment, guys. Love. It. Now, Mr. Whispers, looks like it's your turn next. Yeah, okay. Maybe All I right. can undo some of the damage that's been done. <laughs> All right, Mr. Whispers, this is a test of wisdom. Wisdom is not my best stat. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. And All right. It's an automatic lock-in. It's an automatic lock-in, but everyone may enter okay. with Henley. Right. So you push through the, the huge oak doors, and again, they slam behind you. And you enter a uh, clearing in a beautiful forest. You can smell the trees, earth, and the maze master, now dressed as a, a badger, comes over <laughs> and, and says, uh, Okay, Henley, you're a man of a lot of titles. Now we're going to test one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> Just then, a majestic so owl swoops down and perches on the branch next to you. And the maze master just says, All right, well, this little guy's just going to ask you a few questions. And if you can answer truthfully or you can successfully deceive this owl, mm-hmm. you pass the test. Henley cracks his knuckles and says, <laughs> Team, I've got this. I got to <laughs> warn you, this owl, it ain't no fool. But I can deceive luck. any owl. That is my title. Owl deceiver, well earned. I deceived the great owl of the dark forest once. <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, 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 it <laughs> happened. It was a real event. I'll tell you the story sometime. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> <Yeah. answer. laughs> It'll be a hoot. Do you know what? You've probably got, already got inspiration, haven't you? You must no, you have took it, it away from me. Oh, I did take it away from you, yeah. Do I get it back? You can have it back. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. handy going into this. Great. You're going to need it for this. You don't want to wing it. No. <laughs> yeah, have you got inspiration? I should. You have now. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Okay, so um, the owl perched on the on the branch turns its head to look at you, Henley, and... Greetings, Henley. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. My first question is a simple one. What is your son's name? Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, I feel like you said it. I know it. One of the episodes. But, well, Henley Henley says first of all, Al, do you do? <laughs> uh, nice. My son's name is, of course, Smig. I'm afraid that's not correct. Let uh, me yeah. ask you this, Henley. Is that what you genuinely believe your son's name to be? So can I can I do a deception check? You can do a deception check. Yeah. It's a six. It's <laughs> so a six. I say. Yes. <laughs> Two things happen. The first thing is the owl just gently shakes its head and just says, That is such a shame, Henley. And Gluebrick disappears. Oh, oh God. Oh. Just vanished. Glubrick? Where's Glubrick? Where's he gone? Where'd he go? What did you do with Glubrick? And then in the darkness you hear, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration? No. <laughs> oh, I was trying to work out an owl pun for ages. Oh, oh, that, oh that, that was a. I thought that yeah, was a. Like, oh, I thought I it was a ghost. That ghosts. seemed like a ghost. Oh, oh God, I'm not good at jokes. So, Glubrick has disappeared, and the second thing that happens is your sparkly trousers eviscerate. Oh, God. <laughs> if you had rolled high enough with your arcana check, you would have known that the trousers are destroyed the second the wearer lies. Oh, brilliant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're back to having Back no- to nude. It gets worse and worse. <laughs> okay, Henley. Let's try another one. Which of your team of happy boys has the darkest soul? 
Oh, that's a difficult question. Do I know the answer or is it Henley's best guess? I think it's knowing everything you know about yourself and everything he knows to this stage about the others. Who do you genuinely believe has the darkest soul? See, now that's a question of whether or not he would be honest. Yeah. He's going to go for another deception roll. Mm -hmm. That's a 19. Very good. And he, so he says, uh, you know, uh, given what's happened today, I think probably it's the mushroom. Ghoul. What? <laughs> Ghoul, come on. I think we, I think we know what happened. What? There was uh, 10,000 doors <laughs> like this. <laughs> and the owl turns to you and says, Henley, is that truly what you believe? <sighs> Well, I don't want to say because I'm going to lose more. What happens next? My skin going to come off? <laughs> uh, Henley, okay. Henley's scared. And he says, no, not really. Good. I think I might have the darkest soul. And Glubrick reappears. <gasps> oh, guys. And I'm holding a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> they just literally just they just take out to the car park. Yeah. And this is like a nice food stand. Really nice. <laughs> And the final question, Henley. What are you most afraid of? Oh, what, what's Henley going to say? Uh, do you want some help? Like ghosts? Or maybe like... Uh, do you have any advice, guys? Is it phone a friend? <laughs> Can you Ooh, yeah, ask the audience? Friend. Yeah, ask the audience phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I should say? Uh, your yes. own reflection. You're I'm afraid of my own reflection. I love my own reflection. What are you most afraid of, Henley? Well, yeah, you know, I don't like spiders. Maybe I, I, I'll say spiders. No, I your say most spiders. profound fear. Your real fear. Look to your roots, Henley. I, I, it's not that easy to just say, you know, that, that expose yourself like that. I, 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 you've been you've been trouserless for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now expose your soul. I, I, can't, I, I can't. I can't just expose my soul. You Ow. have to, otherwise we're going to stay in hell forever. Ow, I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> <gasps> Is that truly what you feel, Henley? Oh. <laughs> no. I'm afraid... I, I'm afraid that I'll turn into my father. I thought you were just afraid that everyone thought you were a twat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of that at all. Oh, all right. I'm afraid that I'll be a bad father. Oh. I was always afraid of that, and that's, 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 that's why my life fell apart. I, I had Greg and... And I was scared, so I, I ran away. His name's Greg, my son. Pretty. It's a lovely name. Short for Gregothy. 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 Gregothy Henley. Henley's my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. His name's Greg, but I tell people I think his name's Smig because I don't want them to know that I care. All right? I'm embarrassed, so I pretend that I don't care about him and I, and I don't care about Sylvie because... Because they don't want anything to do with me and, and it breaks my heart. And I am just a sad, pathetic, scared little boy. And and you you pay ants to crawl on your face to make it look like you have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Sometimes I smear jam on my face and convince ants to make a beard of ants so that oh, I will look right. more I like a man. That's, that's, <laughs> you're, that's enough, Henley. No, do more. <laughs> this is interesting. Let's keep going. Let's really delve into you. Stop delving, all right? Look, the thing... The, yes, all right, I'm afraid. My father was a horrible man. He was he was an absolute prick and he, he ruined my life. And when I had a child, I was scared that I was going to turn into my father. So I ran away and I ruined everything. I put my hand on his shoulder. My father was the same. Not the same father. We're not brothers. <laughs> His behavior was the same. I'm that just... is the truth, young Henley. You squander the gifts you have been given. You have the gift of a soul, and yet you seek to darken it with lies and deceit. To what end? To protect your ego. To create an image of yourself as you wish to be seen. You must learn to accept the truth of who you really are. Uh, what is this, therapy? <laughs> now... <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> you are not evil, Henley, and you are far from perfect. But that is what makes you human. But I ruined everything, and and I really do have the darkest soul. Don't worry, Henley. There's still time. And if you are not evil, then you do not belong in hell. But I think I do belong in hell. Of any of us, I'm the one who's messed up the worst. Oh, wait a second. I have a confession to make. Really? <laughs> Go on, tell us. There the... were no doors! Oh. Okay, cool. Were you given the choice to take a piece of my soul to restore your own? Yes! And you took it. And what was the other choice? 
Was it just that one choice? Yeah, or I could just be dead. You could just carry just on as you were. You were. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Oh, um, you took the piece of my soul. So, Hen- Henley, I want to say that I'm sorry and that I have the darkest soul. No, you don't. I do. What? I just did that all for nothing? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty, but I think you made the right choice. At least my soul is good for something. Oh my god, it's a talking owl. You all look back to (laughs) you look back to the maze master, and the maze master is now dressed as a giant crocodile pretending to cry. (laughs) Oh, great! (laughs) It's just like wow, that was so beautiful, y'all. And they snap their fingers, and you are back in the Colosseum, and all of the obsidian walls have dropped down, and you are back in the open. A coliseum. They stand there and take in the applause from the crowd and say, Well, that's all that's we, got, we time got time for, time folks. folks. Let's yes. tally them up. Trial, trial of strength. strength. Fail. Fail. Trial, trial of will. will. Fail. Fail. Trial of guile. Pass. Trial of wisdom. Pass. It's a tiebreaker. With a total score of two, you are rewarded with the very thing you came here for. Unobstructed access to the portal. And the crowd cheers and the swirling red and orange vortex appears next to you. You can see the general is sat on his throne looking very dejected and upset. And with a wave of his hand, he gestures to the portal and you are free to walk through. All right. I was really hoping I might get some trousers. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can pay some ants. (laughs) (laughs) Then you really have ants in your pants. Give myself inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's having a good old luck. Everyone's having a good time at Henley's expense. Uh, Henley Henley is just just staring at the floor at this point. Shall we throw something through this portal again, or do we trust it? You know what? I think that sometimes just some blind faith (laughs) is exactly what one needs. Or we throw something through the portal and check. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I throw a rock in the throat. <laughs> you throw a rock into the portal. Yeah. Okay, great. Before your rock hits the portal, it snaps shut and oh. it just closes. Oh. And the crowd erupts with howls of laughter. Oh. And there are thousands oh. of devils all laughing at you. And the maze master approaches the four of you and just says, Sorry, folks, I was really rooting for you guys. And the maze master kneels as the general steps down from the throne. Good luck, happy boys. I really hope I don't see you again. And the maze master turns into a ball of light, implodes on themselves, and they are gone. I have to say, he was really nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he was nice. He's the nicest people we've met in hell. Nicest person ever, just wanted to entertain. (laughs) The general steps down from the throat and just says, My fools! You thought the trials would earn you the right to use my portal. This is sport. It's all just for sport. No, the real cost of travel to the next plane must be paid to me. I will let the four of you travel for a piece of one of your souls. The first person who steps through the portal, right. a piece of their soul will be taken and given to the general. Well, I- Sometimes, guys, a bit of blind faith is all, all one needs. I'm going to walk through that portal. I'm going to give a bit of my soul because I know every single one of you, bar potentially gold, would sacrifice <laughs> themselves for the group. And you know, this time, I'll do it because I'm the biggest, I'm the strongest. I walk through the portal. Oh! oh. So, Eric, as you step into the portal, you feel the world around you being dragged away, and Henley, Ghoul, and Gluebrick, you are all drawn in like you are being sucked into a black hole, and the world swirls and spins around you, and there is a beat of silence as you are suspended in an infinite black space. You see flashes of the world that you once belonged to. Henley, you see yourself over a lake crying. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, you see mindless zombie servants just wandering around empty castle, empty tower, empty courtyard with nothing to do and no master to serve. Home ghoul, you see the fungi gang uh, jumping around in the forest having an amazing time. And Gluebrick, you see a brief flash of your dad being absolutely just 
pummeled by some thugs because there's no one there to protect him. And as you fly through this crazy infinity space, you are thrown around in every direction. You lose the sense of where you are, where up and down is. And suddenly it's as if you are all zoomed out and you can see all nine layers of hell, like an upside down cone in sort of concentric circles that narrow the further they go down. And your bodies are battered and bruised and pulled and you all see yourselves hurtling towards the second layer of hell. Listening to another episode of Hell or High Rollers. I am Dave Hearn and I'm your games master. Ellie Morris playing Ghoul, Chris Leesk as Glubrick, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, and Adam Megiddo as Eric Sanguinius. If you've enjoyed it, as always, please leave a review. The Scarifax ad at the top of the show was written and voiced by the wonderful Henry Shields, with additional voices by me, Dave Hearn, Henry and Ralph Reddington, Aya Davidson, and the wonderful Ellie Morris. If you're loving the podcast and you're loving those little additional bits at the top, then please do sign up to our Patreon page where there is a whole load of bonus content, side quests, side campaigns, little jingles, artwork, full unrestricted access to the DM notes where you get an inside look on how I create each episode. And while you're on that Patreon page, you can join our Discord and meet legends like Kieran Hingston, Richie, Noir995, Raph, Tom Clark, Nathaniel Engelson, Gillian Snape, Adam Beddo, Lucy Baskefield, Jason Kint, and Gareth Thomas. These legends are some of our wonderful Patreon supporters. And a big shout out and thank you to those people. Thank you so much for your support. The title song is by my good friend and wonderful human, Max Runner. Good night. I belong Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.